Digging deeper into the day's top stories, you're listening to Jeff Andreas on 610 AM News Talk and RadioNL.com. Welcome in to the Jeff Andrea Show. Thanks so much for tuning in here with me today. It is, of course, Tuesday, April the 21st. I got a good show lined up. At the end of the program, I'll be joined by the executive director of the Kamloops Film Society. Tomorrow marks National Canadian Film Day. And I have seen countless social media posts out there of people looking for ideas of what kind of uh, films they should be watching, you know, what hidden gems are out there. Well, KFS is partnering with the Vancouver International Film Fest, Real Canada, and the Nelson Civic Theatre to be able to bring film introductions and Q&As with filmmakers tomorrow. So I'll be chatting a little bit more about that towards the end of the hour for those looking for some entertainment options. Maybe it's uh, something you want to stay tuned for. And for the first couple of segments today, well, I'm going to be focusing a bit on a theme of businesses and what steps they should be taking to prepare for the future. Whether your business is closed completely right now, maybe it's operating at some form of reduced capacity, there are some tools out there to try and help prepare for the future and a time when the economy does get to begin rolling once again. Venture Kamloops is working to provide the most up-to-date information to the local business community, and it has developed a COVID-19 recovery and support process through the Start Here online tool to provide greater access to essential resources for businesses during the crisis. I'm joined on the line now by Executive Director Jim Anderson. Jim, how are you doing here? Good, Jeff. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Thank you so much for asking. So maybe just give me a, a quick summary of sort of what exactly this support service is. Like, can you just give me a quick rundown of, of how this works and, and how it's going to benefit the local business community? Sure. I, we're at a point in, in this whole thing where um, the the flow of information about new government programs and all those kinds of things is is leveled out somewhat. It's still coming at us in you know fairly decent waves, but we kind of have a handle on this current situation that we're in. What we need, what we believe that uh, businesses need to do now is start to look ahead and look at what their business is going to look like um, when we come out the other side. And for that reason, we developed a, a new intake page on our webpage. It's connected to our Start Here program, but basically it's just a very short questionnaire that uh, a business is looking to tap into the resources and the programs that we have at Venture Kamloops and just fill out, we'll call them back, set up a meeting and start deciding which programs are best suited for um, the business that's interested. So I guess what what kinds of concerns have you been hearing from the local business community that led you to this? Is there just a lot of confusion, I guess, from people out there in terms of what they may or may not be eligible for? You know, the, the, the biggest thing is, is, no one knows what's what's coming. Um, there are lots of theories and and many sort of different viewpoints on what we could be facing as things change. Um, we don't know that for sure, but the, the things that we do know for sure is we do know how how businesses were set before this all happened. We know um, that business owners are the best to talk about their businesses. They're the experts on what they do. And that's the starting point for this this uh, Start Here portal is to take stock of where the, where the business was at, talk about what the business can do, and then decide how that can best be applied going forward in, into this, this new world that we anticipate. 
Now, uh, one of the things that is quoted here when when you guys announced that this um, you know tool was being launched, you said uh, during this stage of restrictions on business operations, we're already encouraging businesses that we're connecting with to start considering the next stage of planning that they will need. And that's kind of almost the theme of my show here today is just sort of having businesses start planning for what their future is going to look like. I mean, how how difficult is it? Do you think right now for businesses to really start that planning stage, given that there's just so many unknowns about how life is going to progress here moving forward? Yeah, it's super difficult, Jeff. Uh, and that's why we want to get started early and leave plenty of time to to change and to to help people understand what options are available. Um, all the all those different unknowns are still going to be unknown. But if we have a really good handle on where we are now and a really good handle on what we may or may not be able to change in a line of business, then that will give us a lot more certainty when it comes time to make those decisions as, as things open up. We just were really cognizant of the fact that this is a very uncertain time. So we just want to work with what we know. And our our aim with the, with this new pr- this new intake is to just talk to business owners. First of all, we, we have a pretty good handle on all the government programs that are now available. So we can talk uh, business owners, sole proprietors, employers, we can talk those people through what they may or may not be eligible for and how those things work. Then we can talk about where their business was at when things started to shut down, if they're continuing to operate, how things are going right now. And then we can start to take stock of the things that may be available to them as they make a plan to open up on the other side. And the other thing that this thing does for us is it allows us to to put these businesses in line for our other programs. We have a program called VK Venture Advisors. Normally we do uh, nine a year where we allow um, entrepreneurs the opportunity to present to a panel of local business experts to talk about their business planning and their business in general, uh, give them tips, pointers, advice, uh, poke holes in business plans, those kinds of things. We've completely revamped that program. We're prepared to do as many as three or four a week as opposed to nine a year. Um, where we, we developed an accelerated program with um, a condensed information format. We'll be doing the online virtual meetings with the, with the, business, the panel of business experts just to put as many minds on the problem as we can for each business that we possibly can. Now, when, when you're looking at doing three to four a week as opposed to, to nine throughout the course of a year, I mean, how, how was what, what has happened that's allowed you to facilitate that? Is that uh, a really a product of the fact that more people are at home and maybe have a little bit more time to, to get in on some of these types of, of video conferencing and, and, and Zoom meetings or whatever exactly the service provider is? Is there just a, a more availability, I guess, of people as we all try to kind of work from home and, and do what we can uh, while, while staying out of the office? Is that sort of helping to be able to allow more of these types of opportunities? Yeah, so we've never had a shortage of applicants for this program, so that's that's not a problem. But the thing that allows us is the availability of our panel, of our VK Venture Advisor panel. So there are 16 um, advisors. Um, we're going to split them up into smaller groups, which helps you know give us more meeting times. Uh, and the, the, the fact that we can do these video meetings, uh, you know, at at any time, as long as somebody's able to get to their phone, 
um, then that makes it really accessible and really easy for us to do. So we thought we'd take advantage of that and just try, like, you know, two heads are better than one. We have even more than two heads looking at these problems. We'll really try and, and lay out the, the, the best possible advice and, and direction that we can for local businesses as they're, they're, you're struggling to get through to the next steps. How valuable do you think that is for, for those people who are trying to get in and speak to that panel? I mean, do you, do you notice a difference between maybe those who do take advantage of it uh, as opposed to those who don't? Or, or maybe even in this case, um, you know, as, as we look to plan, it's not necessarily always for new business, right? As you look to plan for what your, your business might look like here in two, three, four months down the road, just having those extra heads to be able to, to talk to and bounce ideas off of, I'm assuming, is going to have a probably a substantial impact uh, on people's ability to come out of this. I mean, the, the more you discuss, probably the better handle you might have on a situation. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we have, a, we have um, I think, nine years of experience with the VQ Venture Advisor Program. Uh, and we, we offer the program to startups, businesses that have been in business for a long time, businesses looking to transition into another line, uh, right across the map. So we know how valuable the program is. The, the hard part here was was trying to condense condense a month's worth of work down in, into two or three days, but because we're talking about a very specific problem, um, generally, um, it makes it easier for us to focus in on how that problem affects different aspects of a business. So, it's an incredibly valuable process at any time, and right now, at the, the point you made, Jeff is exactly right. It, it's it's um, especially valuable for anyone who's interested in just having more, you know, a sounding board. And, and um, these people that are on our panel are all business owners themselves. So they're, they're of like mind. They understand the issues. They understand the, the concerns. And uh, we're, we're very happy that, that um, and they're all volunteers. We're very happy the advisors have agreed to, to go into this sort of an intensive process. All right. I, I think that's about all I have specifically on this tool here, Jim. Uh, before I let you go, I was going to say, you know, for any business owners or any in the business community who are listening to this right now, I mean, just um, how do they go about accessing the COVID-19 business support online tool? I mean, maybe just a quick summary of how they can go about doing that and, and, uh, and you know, what, what that process looks like. Yeah. So uh, VentureCandlers.com. Right on the homepage, there's a great big, big red box. It's uh, COVID-19 support. Request a meeting. Click that box. There's a short questionnaire. Fill that out. Someone from uh, our staff will call you back with some preliminary discussion. Then there, um, if the business owner decides that um, VK Venture Advisors is right for them and we're, uh, we have availability, there's a, a somewhat longer, more in-depth um, bit of work that has to be done, but it's really, honestly, nothing too daunting. Once that's completed, then we set up the meeting, we get the advisors online, and we open the discussion and uh, air concerns and offer advice and, and move move forward together. Right on, Jim. Well, thank you so much for doing this. Really appreciate it. I'm sure there's many in the business community here in Kamloops who are uh, looking to help plan their futures with uh, so many unknowns right now. So hopefully a tool like this can help and uh, hopefully people do, in fact, take advantage of it. Thanks so much, Jim. Really appreciate your time. Thanks, Jeff. That was Jim Anderson, Executive Director of Venture Kamloops. And again, for those interested, you can log on to venturecamloops.com slash COVID-19.
support. Well, let's take a quick break here, and I'll be continuing along with this theme of business planning. How important is it for business owners to take the time to plan their future now? Well, perhaps, you know, they aren't spending as much time involved in the day-to-day operations as we navigate through this COVID-19 world. I'll be chatting a little bit more about that next. The voice of your community, Radio NL 610 AM News Talk and RadioNL.com. Here's Jeff Andreas. Welcome back to the Jeff Andreas Show. Thanks for tuning in here with me today. It is April the 21st, Tuesday. When businesses are ready to reopen, how prepared are they going to be? Well, there is, of course, a strong case to be made that planning increases your odds of success. And there is that question out there for business owners to be putting more effort into their planning. To talk a little bit more about this subject, I'm joined on the line by Brian Gardu, who is with Plan Genie. Brian, thanks so much for taking the time here. That's a pleasure, Jeff. Glad to be there. Yeah, so, I mean, maybe just start by kind of giving me your overall message to uh, to business owners right now when it comes to trying to plan. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who are just really unsure of where to start when they're dealing with something like, uh, you know, the situation we currently find ourselves in. Well, a good place to start is recognizing that this uh, idea of planning um, is important, uh, particularly in your, when you're in a leadership role. And uh, there's lots of excuses not to. We're, we're all so busy, and the tendency is to, uh, well, I'm too busy to plan, so I'll just go ahead and keep doing what I'm doing. And uh, from my point of view, uh, the, pl- the place to start is to maybe change that thought. Yeah, if you're, it, sorry, if go you're ahead. a business leader, you buy into the idea that you're going to get better results with, with, a, with a written plan, um, then the rest of it is, is fairly straightforward. We could talk more about that if you like. Yeah, and uh, just before we move on, I just wanted to kind of point out the fact that, you know, a lot of people, especially that I've been talking to recently, they're smaller, medium-sized business owners, and they are, you know, an important employee to that business. So when you're a business owner, you don't always have a lot of time to plan because you're too busy working in your storefront or, or whatever your business, uh, you know, has you doing. But now, I mean, with these businesses more um, either scaling back their operations or completely shut down. I mean, this is probably a good time for those people who would normally find themselves without the time to, to try and take some steps to prepare. That's a very good point, Jeff. Uh, we all are so busy, it's hard to find the time, but now it's kind of been forced on us. Um, and while it also may feel a bit daunting because we're not sure what the future is, uh, it's, it's an excellent time to kind of stop, pause and take essentially what what I'm watching happening is it's not so much planning because we're planning all the time. Everybody is all the time. If the challenge is taking the time to write these things down. So pause, step away from the working in the business long enough to work on your business uh, and look at it from that longer range point of view and start putting some of your thoughts down on a piece of paper, which is really all that a plan is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I often come up with a lot of good ideas in my head, forget to write them down, and then and then they're they're gone forever. So uh, definitely important for people who are taking these steps at this point in time to to put them out on paper to to not only have, make sure you remember them, but then also be able to adjust them and, and improve on those ideas as they come come along. Um, now, you know, you're with Plan Genie, right? You have this tool that's out there for people to use that can kind of help with this, and um, I, I, you know, just maybe maybe from that perspective of of this software that you have out there that is available i guess you know for those that are looking to maybe make some of these steps and start to really adjust their business because i think a lot of people are going to be adjusting the way they do business coming out of this pandemic um you know how how would a tool like this help them well uh the 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 observation that we made over the years is that 
well, the idea of planning is pretty straightforward. One of the challenges many uh, small to medium-sized business owners have is actually how do I do that? Uh, like it's one thing to have a plan, for example, to go to the grocery store and you write your, your plan down on a piece of paper. It's called a grocery list. Mm-hmm. That's a very simple example of taking a plan from your head and put it down on a piece of paper. Well, a business is more complicated than going to the grocery store. So what we've endeavored to do here is come up with a structure, uh, a way of organizing a business and a plan that, that, that makes it almost as easy as doing it as a, as a grocery list. It's called Plan Genie, and it's, uh, it's designed in the form of a workbook, and it's an online workbook. Uh, and the, the planner or the business owner is taken through a series of questions, and in the process of doing that, they start to see uh, an organizational or a structure to their business that makes it a lot easier to kind of get your thoughts down in a, in a kind of a, a thoughtful, easy-to-understand, clear format. And, and that's really one of the challenges that many business leaders have is to understand how to craft this business plan in an organized way that carries catches all the moving parts and that's also coherent and in a way that you can that you can change it's really important that your plans are constantly changing because of course the world is always changing mm-hmm. so our plan genie program is designed to to assist any business owner regardless of the of the actual business itself but put that plan in a format that that, that they can uh, easily understand and more importantly also communicate to the rest of their their people, their team, their banker, and other other uh, parties who might have an interest in knowing how that business is going to move forward. And and you said there's kind of a cute question and answer there portion to, to start people off. And I'm curious, you know, when, when a lot of, um, this is just uh, my speculation, you know, when business owners have an idea for their business, they kind of might get this tunnel vision of how it's supposed to work. And, and it's hard for them to maybe look outside of, of the box, you know, when trying to decide how to, to move forward, how to, you know, have more success, how to grow their business. Does does this kind of a tool allow them to to think about things in a different way than maybe they have in the past? Well, it's, it's set up to, to, to really accommodate the planning piece for any business, whether it's in an early stage, it's, it's been around for years, or even if it's getting close to when the, the owner wants to get it ready for sale. Uh, maybe the best way for me to describe that is to give you an example of, uh, like, for example, the, the way we start in this planning a document is at, at the top. By, by that I mean we start with what we call the business plan summary. There's actually four, three more pieces to it, but I can give you an example of that, how, what that might look like. So inside of a business plan summary, this is something the business leader could do probably in an hour or two of quiet time, five pieces of information. And as I said, we put this out in a workbook form. We just simply ask the questions. Here's a, here's a kind of a question we would ask. Start off by describing what we call your unique business proposition. A clear description about what makes your business special and unique. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's something that I think most business owners probably know, but how often have they taken the time to really get clear about it? Right. Then we ask a question about something like purpose. What's the purpose of your business? That's something uh, that's more and more a problem today. That's understanding why you're in business in the first place. Right. A good example of that would be um, the way to illustrate that. Let's take if, if you look at a, at, a, at a lighthouse, for example, we can envision what the purpose of that lighthouse is pretty quickly. So if you were in the lighthouse business, your purpose would be something about saving your customers from breaking up on the rocks. Right. 
So that, and then we get into goal setting, and then finally, once we've set some goals, we talk about how you're actually going to get there. What's your action plan to achieve your goals in the next one to three years? That's a fairly straightforward document. Once it's written down, becomes the foundation for the rest of your planning. That's kind of how this is designed. Then right. there's more detail after that, but it starts really with that what I call the business plan summary. And and with. Uh, you know, you said you're talking about one to one to three years, and I'm sure there's a lot of uh, people that m- might be listening to this right now thinking, you know, I'm I'm just worried about what's going to happen in one to three months, let alone one to three years. Um, you know, just how, how critical do you think it is for people to make sure they are thinking beyond just what's happening right now? Well, that's a good point. Um, we can adjust that time frame, of course, according to the circumstances that we find ourselves in. A good plan, in my mind, does start with a more longer-range picture, and in normal circumstances, uh, my experience has been if you start with a three-year horizon, for example, you could probably describe an outcome three years from now. The semi-doable uh, uh, is not too far out to be too obtuse, but close enough you can kind of get some, get some sense about it. Once you've got that picture of where you want to be in three years, then you, start, then you move back to one year. Those time frames today, you may want to adjust just simply because the, the, the fluidity of our, of our business world is moving so quickly. But the concept's the same. So if I was sitting in a business today and I, I'm unsure about what that might look like three years from now because of the way we're, we're, we're wrestling with, I might say, okay, why don't we start with a nine-month horizon and then go back to uh, perhaps a three-month horizon. The same principle applies. I would still encourage business owners to look beyond that, even under today's circumstances, because these circumstances are going to stabilize sometime in the not-too-distant future. Well, we definitely are, are hoping that's the case anyway. Um, I, I guess we'll I guess I'll get you out of here on this because um, there was a, an interesting point that was made in an article that you had actually uh, showed me here out of the Globe and Mail when I was talking about the importance of, of business planning. I believe it was the Globe. And it was just saying, you know, if you're sitting at a poker table and uh, you have the ability by, you know, maybe reading a book about how to play poker to increase your odds of winning by, you know, 30%, would you be willing to go about doing that? It doesn't guarantee your success by any stretch, but it does increase your odds of having it. And I think that's a good analogy to throw out when we're talking about your business planning as well, right? I mean, there's no guarantee of success, but if you take some time to, to know sort of what your goals are and where you want to take your business, it does have a better chance of being successful. I, I like that analogy a lot because we can all get our heads around that. And I think even beyond that, most of us have experienced from time to time in our life, if we put a goal down on a piece of paper or, to, or you know something we were aspiring to, whether it be in our career or our business or our home life, you know, and a year goes by, we look back at that paper, more often than not, that has taken place. Something has occurred that caused that to happen for us. So there's something magical about writing a goal down, putting your plan on paper. It tend, it, as soon as we change the thought, make it more concrete, that somehow changes our behavior, and in due course, the results that we thought were way out in the distance start to become real. So that's my main point to make is we need to write these goals down. We need to write the plan down and start to share it with people. And when, we start to, when, when that happens, we get, uh, things start to change in our lives and in our business. We get the alignment that we're wanting from our, from our team, our bankers involved, our customers might even be more clear about what we're doing. The results will start to show up. No guarantees, but I think the odds of improving your success by 30 to 50%, you know, that's not unreasonable to expect. It sounds so simple, but it's still about doing the work, right? Thank you so much, Brian. Really do appreciate this.
You're more than welcome, Jeff. Thanks for your time. That was Brian Gardner, co-founder of Plan Genie, a tool that is used to uh, help train business leaders to run their business from a plan. You can check it out at uh, plangenie.com. If anyone has any questions as well, or uh, you know, maybe you have something that you want answered that I was unable to ask during that time, you can give me a shout at uh, jandreas at stingray.com. That's J-A-N-D-R-E-A-S at stingray.com. Hit me up with an email. You can shoot me a message on Twitter. That's uh, at Jeffrey underscore Andreas. Or uh, you can always give us a call, 250-374-1610. And I'd be happy to uh, listen to you and, and take your input and uh, go from there. Maybe we can get some answers to some of those questions if you're a business leader a business owner or just somebody who has a, a curiosity feel free to uh, to contact me i would be more than happy to to speak with you all right well uh, coming up tomorrow marks national canadian film day and we'll be chatting with the kamloops film society about that after this so stay tuned and the jeff andrea show will be right back Opinion. Call or text 250-374-5345. Find us on Facebook or on Twitter at Radio NL News. This is Jeff Andreas on RadioNL.com. Welcome back to the Jeff Andreas Show. Thanks for being with me here on Tuesday. The Kamloops Film Society is announcing an upcoming partnership with the Vancouver International Film Festival, Real Canada, and the Nelson Civic Theatre for April 22nd. Yes, that is tomorrow. It marks National Canadian Film Day. I'm joined on the line now by the Executive Director of the Kamloops Film Society, Dushan Magdalene. Dushan, how are you today? I am all right. Uh, thanks for having me on. Yeah, no, I appreciate you taking the time. I mean, obviously, as we're all going through this pandemic together, a lot of people are, uh, you know, stuck inside. I've seen countless social media posts of people out there, you know, looking for some new things to watch and some films to see that maybe, you know, aren't as uh, popular out there as, um, you know, as, as all the other things that we see on our, our Netflix that are bombarding us on a daily basis. So I just wanted to kind of start by, uh, you know, taking a, a look through this partnership with you, um, you know, tomorrow. National Canadian Film Day. What, what's in store for people? I know there's a lot of people looking for some new films, and this might be an opportunity to see a couple. Yeah, no, we were uh, we were um, really excited to be um, contacted by the Vancouver International Film Festival. Obviously, they're a big player in the festival scene in BC, um, and they had touched base with uh, the Nelson uh, Civic Theatre as well. And uh, yeah, we're, we're excited to have this partnership. And so, basically, the idea originally they were going to come through and maybe tour some films uh, in the fall or winter. So, so they had touched base with that. But then, obviously, when COVID happened, uh, all of us were sort of changing. Gear years um and real canada we were going to do um a couple of free screenings uh april 22nd at the theater we were excited to you know have the venue to be able to do some free canadian screenings but obviously that didn't work out so real canada also changed gears and um is uh is leading some some viewing parties for for the april 22nd event so vancouver international film festival got a hold of some filmmakers that are going to be doing um an introduction and then um and then doing a Q&A uh, after the film um, as well. So at 5 o'clock, we're, uh, we're showing um, Meditation Park, um, which is a, a film made in Vancouver. And um, 
at seven o'clock will be showing last night. So both of those um, will have uh, an intro happening right before that, which we're, we're going to send out to our groups and on our social media when we have it from, from Biff. Um, but uh, Sandra O oh and uh, Don McKellar, um, involved with last night. Actually, Sandra O oh is involved with both films. Um, and, uh, the, the filmmaker from, uh, Meditation Park, um, is going to, uh, be doing an intro as well and, and answering some questions. I think, um, the, the Q and A questions will be answered, um, after the film for Meditation Park, but before the film for last night, because, uh, uh Don McKellar is, uh, out east and, uh, it's going to get quite late after the seven o'clock film. Um, some details are still sort of being figured out and, and we're going to get them out on our social media as we have them, but that's sort of the basic idea. A film at five, a film at seven, uh, Mina Shum, um, Sandra O oh and Don McKellar, all available for introductions and Q and A's and, and people can send their questions, uh, like our audience can send their questions to emily at the kfs.ca and we'll be forwarding those on and those will make it to the to the filmmakers and to sandra um for for them to answer so it's kind of a fun way to to be connected to to some great canadian filmmakers and some great canadian films and uh, both the films are available on cbc gem um uh, so people you know can can watch them for free well, you pretty much uh, took me through the whole thing there, Dushan, so I appreciate that nice summary. I guess uh, what, what you're obviously a bit of a cinephile here yourself, so um, and, you know, I'm sure you've watched quite a few films as uh, we go through this time where we're all stuck inside, and um, you know, there's a very small list, I would say, of things that seem to be getting watched by, by anybody and everybody these days, but this is a chance to really watch something that maybe isn't quite as front and center as I was saying earlier, and I just wanted to kind of ask, you know, for yourself as someone who is a real cinema buff, that, uh, you know, you get to kind of watch these films in a bit of a different way how exciting is that for you to be able to not only watch these films but then have the opportunity to to listen from the directors and the filmmakers themselves about sort of what their thoughts were behind how they went about directing and making these films yeah exactly i think i think it's a within our current circumstances it's, it's a really good way to still have that engagement experience right obviously uh you know we love the live theater experience and uh for the film festival we're always bringing in guests in fact don mckellar uh was a guest at our festival in, in 2011 um he was in a film called trigger uh so he was there and actually meditation park we played a couple of years ago in 2018 as part of the film festival so um you know the the connections are real and, and that's the sort of thing we try and do through our film festival and and increasingly through our series as well uh to have guests uh in town to to connect so so this is a good way you know it's not quite live it's not uh quite in person but it's uh, as close as we can get during uh during these times so so it's exciting to be able to do that for people awesome well I definitely think it's going to be a cool event and hopefully there is a lot of participation because that's uh, pretty key when we're doing a q and a is to get people actually out there and asking those questions uh dushan i'll get you out of here on this because uh the camloose film society took over operations at the Paramount Theater uh, on April 18th, 2019. So it's been just over a year, a year and three days to be exact. Um, just just how have things gone here over the year? Maybe we can almost leave out the last month since not a hell, heck of a lot has been going on uh, in that time. But just how has the, the transition been to taking over that, uh, that facility? Uh, yeah, it's been, I mean, exciting and scary and difficult and, uh, you know, some, some things have been smooth, but uh, a huge learning curve. Um, but it's 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 
it's been great. I mean, it's what, you know, a society like ours, I mean, you can only hope for this kind of uh, opportunity or with the support of the Kelson Group, uh, us being able to to take over and, and sort of change up the programming and, and uh, give it our sort of society spin, but, but also obviously having to expand the kinds of things we show because, uh, you know, now we're filling uh, a full year of... Um, of uh, programming so so yeah it's been uh it's been great obviously you know it would have been nice uh you know we had our legs under us a little bit more now after one year and sort of knowing okay so what entailed and, so, and some new plans for how we're going to approach different things for example you know the slowness of the summer we had some ideas for for how to to approach that and and that sort of thing but you know all of that gets sidelined by by our current circumstances um but we're hopeful for the future um you know obviously we we want to stick to all of the rules that that are being uh, passed down from government and from health authorities uh but but hopefully those those do start to um uh change and, and we do start to go back to h- how things uh were and and that people are excited to get back into our movie theater to see some great films and eat some delicious popcorn and uh, <laughs> uh you know see some awesome movies Right on, Dushan. Well, thanks so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Have fun tomorrow, and uh, yeah, maybe we'll uh, join you online and watch some films. Thanks so much. Excellent. Thank you. Awesome. That was Dushan Magdalene, the executive director of the Kamloops Film Society. Uh, yeah, we're all looking forward, I'm sure, to going back to the theater and being able to watch movies together. Uh, always a good time, and we'll hopefully be able to do it again sooner than later. Well, that about wraps things up for me here today. I want to thank all my guests for joining me, and of course, a big thank you to all of you for listening. And remember, if you join me for a short while or a long while, just know I enjoyed our time while it lasted. Have a great Tuesday. I'll be back here tomorrow at noon.